Here's another in our podcast series, Doc Talk, presented by St. Luke's Cornwall Hospital. Here's Melanie Cole. While there is no cure for lymphedema, there are many types of therapy that may help reduce the swelling and discomfort. My guest today is Allison Langlitz. She's a physical therapist and certified lymphedema therapist at St. Luke's Cornwall Hospital Center for Physical Therapy, located on the Cornwall campus. Welcome to the show, Allison. So tell the listeners, what is lymphedema and what are some of the most common reasons that somebody would get it? Well, lymphedema is a swelling that occurs, um, can occur in any part of your body. Um, it occurs when a protein-rich fluid accumulates in our tissues just below the skin due to some type of insufficiency of the lymph vessel system. Um, up to three to five million Americans across, uh, across a wide spectrum of diseases can get lymphedema. Most commonly in the United States is actually um, a result of breast cancer. So is it a foregone conclusion because a lot of women who get breast cancer worry that they're going to get this swelling and lymphedema? Is it necessarily follow with treatment that you will get lymphedema or not necessarily? No, not necessarily. Um, there's a lot of different studies out there and the numbers are um, vary, but uh, the most common re- number of uh, breast cancer patients that may develop lymphedema is about 30%. And they find that the, um, there are some risk factors involved, how many uh, lymph nodes have been removed, um, radiation therapy, things like that can increase your risk. But it's definitely not a, um, a definite. So what are some of the symptoms? Is it something that gets worse over time that a woman would notice around her armpits, that it's starting to swell and can get in for therapy early rather than after it's gotten really swollen. Tell us about the progress of it a little bit. Well, usually um, it's going, it does develop slowly. There are actually um, four different, four state or four stages to lymphedema. There is a stage zero, what they consider a latency stage where there's not actually measurable swelling, but your arm can feel heavy. It can feel achy. Um, when it becomes stage one, that's where the, um, you have some swelling that comes and goes. Sometimes you can um, put, poke your finger, what we call pitting edema, where you stick your finger in and it makes a little bit of a dent. Um, so a lot of times what women will feel after breast cancer surgery is more of a heaviness or an achiness. Um, and that's sometimes a, a trigger to maybe get things addressed and looked at. Um, what we try to do now um, with as able is to actually get to get to a patient before they develop lymphedema. If they are at risk, um, have had surgery or going to be having surgery, um, and going to have radiation therapy, we try to see them uh, pre-operatively if we can to get measurements, to get a baseline, um, to educate them as to some of the signs and symptoms that they should be looking for. So that you can catch it earlier um, because it is not treatable, um, it's definitely a lot easier to manage if you address it early. So let's talk about some of the management. What do you do for a woman? You talked a little bit about pre-physical therapy or prehab that you can do before they go in for surgery, doing measurements and stuff. And then what about afterwards? If you do start to notice some of these things, what can you do for someone? Well, the, the treatment for the kind of the gold standard of treatment for lymphedema is something called complete decongestive therapy. And that is a group of treatments. It's actually something that has to be given, provided by either a physical therapist uh, or an occupational therapist, sometimes even a massage therapist. And um, you have to be, it's a, uh, an 
training that you're certified in, and it actually consists of four different things. Um, the first is manual lymphatic drainage, which is a very gentle hands-on um, massage that uses very light pressure to kind of promote a movement of the lymphatic fluid from the area where it's congested and into the areas where the lymph vessels and the lymph nodes haven't been damaged um, and are functioning properly. After that, we follow that with compression therapy. And we can, there's several different things that we can do as far as compression. Most commonly is a type of compression bandage called a short stretch bandage, kind of like an ACE bandage that we will put on the area to help to um, kind of keep the fluid that we just moved out from reaccumulating in the tissues. Um, there's also exercises that we do that are um, specific exercises that we use to increase the lymph flow and help the body to absorb those, those proteins that are left behind in the tissues. Um, after breast cancer surgery or any really cancer surgery, there's other exercises that we can incorporate in to help with posture, to help with range of motion, um, to help with scar tissue, things like that as well. And then the final component of the complete decongestive therapy is actually education, um, teaching the patient how to manage this on their own as, again, there's no cure, but it's manageable, teaching them techniques to do some of the self-manual drainage or bandaging, um, teaching them to keep their skin healthy to help decrease their risks of infection, um, and then fitting them for some kind of a compression garment or a device to help them in the, the maintenance phase of their treatment. So you mentioned exercises and such that they can do on their own. Are there any complications to lymphedema if it's not treated properly? Can it become infected, the skin around it and the tissues? Are there certain things you want listeners to be aware of, red flags? Yes, definitely. Um, unfortunately, having, having lymphedema or being at risk for it puts you at an increased risk for infection. Um, and a lot of times having an infection can trigger your lymphedema and get your, uh, to cause your lymphedema to be worse. So um, a patient who is at risk will be, um, wants to be aware of signs for infection. You want redness to the area, warmth, um, a fever, flu-like symptoms, um, increased swelling that comes on as sort of a sudden onset. All of those are definitely red flags, whether you have lymphedema already or you in in the limb that is at risk for lymphedema and you want to get yourself to to the doctor quickly to get on antibiotics to get it under control. Can it be prevented? Cannot be prevented. Um, it's more, we like to use the term risk reduction um, because unfortunately there's no really hard evidence as to who gets lymphedema and who doesn't. Um, as they, you know, they do know some people are more prone to getting it after, after a surgery than others, but it can't necessarily be prevented. So we like to teach what we call lymph, um, lymphedema risk reduction techniques. So in that at-risk arm or leg, if it happens to be um, surgery for, for in the leg, you want to do certain things to decrease your risks of infection. Um, you want to maintain a, an optimal weight. They have shown that weight gain can increase your risk of, of developing lymphedema. Um, you want to be careful of cuts and scratches, um, things that might get infected. Be, use sunscreen, um, insect repellent. If you're going to be working in the garden, make sure you're wearing gloves or if we're working with cleansers and things, detergents, put gloves on. 
Um, be careful with um, constricting jewelry and wearing heavy bags and purse straps. They um, also recommend be, being careful with blood pressure cuffs in the involved arm, be careful with blood draws and in, in, um, injections and things like that, just to decrease your risk of any trauma to that area that might trigger that lymphedema to develop. Allison, wrap it up for us. Tell the listeners what you'd like them to know about finding a certified lymphedema therapist that can help them with some of these exercises and possibly prevent some of the complications that might go along with lymphedema. Um, well, you definitely want to go to a, um, a lymphedema therapist who has been certified, who's gone through a, the proper training. And a good, a good place to start with is actually a group called the Lymphatic Association of North America, or LANA. They are actually a group that has sort of tried to standardize the training of, of lymphedema therapists. There's a national exam that you have to pass. Um, you have to maintain certain continuing education so that you're staying um, up to date with, with your um, education and your training. So they have, they have a, lymph, um, a website that you can look on and you can put in your, your zip code and it will populate a lymphedema therapist who's gone, who's certified through them. That's one pl- way to, um, to find a therapist. And I guess the, the biggest thing is just, um, knowledge and educating yourself. What you find with lymphedema is it's not well known and it's not a lot talked about. And a lot of the patients who are going through these cancer surgeries are, you know, phew, I'm I'm cured of my cancer. I don't have this anymore. And then they tend to overlook or brush by the fact that this may be something that happens, can happen to you. Um, So being educated and staying on top of it and you know, when in doubt, get yourself to a to a physical therapist or back to your doctor or to your nurse to um, address any concerns or questions or anything that might be feeling a little funny or different. Better to address it early than than to wait. Thank you so much, Allison, for being with us today. This is Doc Talk presented by St. Luke's Cornwall Hospital. For more information, please visit stlukescornwallhospital.org. That's stlukescornwallhospital.org. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.